Welcome to the Soul Savvy Podcast, your home to sneaker culture, community, and connections. Our goal is to provide you with industry insights that you can't find anywhere else, as well as news and stories from the people who helped build sneaker culture into what it is today. From designers to photographers to brand experts, we give you the real scoop on what's going on in the sneaker world as it relates to you, the consumer. This is episode 182 of the Soul Savvy Podcast. My name is Marco Henry Negrete, and I am joined by Soul Savvy CEO and co-founder DP. DP, how are you feeling? Good, good. I'm very excited to talk Kobe's today because I think um, it's been a long time coming for fans of the of the product line um, and, and the silhouettes from the you know the first time we heard it was coming back. So it's gonna be a great subject to dive into. Yeah, perfect timing to do it. Top of the year, we have tons of stuff that's already leaked. We ended the year strong with some great product, and I think it'd be a good time to just recap, share what we know and what people can expect from this year. Like you mentioned before, there's not a more anticipated line in sneakers than this one in terms of volume, how many people want them. Um, So let's dive right into it. I want to start by kind of recapping last year, which was the biggest Kobe year since his unfortunate passing. Um, as far as releases go and just activity Lee. between him and the brand, we all know what happened um, in the years prior. Uh, for those unfamiliar, maybe first time listening to a sneaker podcast, uh, the Kobe contract after his passing was set to expire. It did expire, which ended the relationship between him and the estate, which is ran by his um, by his his wife Vanessa Bryant, and there was a bunch of back and forth about what was going to happen next. Luckily for fans and people who love Kobe and people who love great basketball shoes yeah. and Laker fans and me, they were able to come to an agreement and relaunch the brand last year. We had um, a, the Kobe Mamba Stita drop in May on uh, Gigi's birthday. That was a good but limited release. And then we had Nike CEO John Donahoe on a earnings call heading into the fall around the summertime, basically saying the Kobe line that will be relaunched. We're going to do it right. And so far, it's only been less than a half a year since that's happened. They've kept their promise. I know what people are going to say, not to the extent that they're able to meet demand yet but i will say i said this in the podcast a few weeks ago if vanessa bryant did not care about kobe bryant's fans and did not understand what he meant to them and what he means to the game of basketball we would not be seeing this right now she deserves right. a lot of credit for while she is mourning going through this unthinkable tragedy between uh, that involves not only her husband but her daughter yeah. she's able to put her own um you know, kind of emotions to the side or, or pour those into the products that she knows people love. And I, and I think it's worth saying that. And I think, again, people are critical, but you have to understand when that deal expired, they had to basically start from scratch. There was a right. year of limbo in right. between. And then it would have been an ill faith uh, for the Nike, for Nike to have been continuously making sneakers behind the scenes, yeah. knowing that the deal was on. Even if you're confident, that you're going you to come can't. to an agreement because of how delicate the situation was. Nike had to pause all production on Kobe's all. And, and you, you know, for those of you that follow the sneaker industry closely, it's about a 14 to 18 month um, period between design and launch. 
the pandemic threw a bunch of wrenches into that. So right. this year is going to be the year where all of the grand plans of the two sides came up with starts to actually hit the streets, hit the stores. So I did think we had to lead with that because it kind of adds some context to why it took so long and then kind of sh shows you how we got to a big 2023. Absolutely. it's. I mean, it was a lot to deal with um, personally. And then the business side of that is even more complicated. And as you mentioned, you throw in um, a pandemic and the supply chain issues. Everything just had to go on pause. And when you pause something for essentially two years, you're now creating a, a massive um, delay and a gap, right? And um we're finally, as part of the reason why we're here to talk about this, we're finally going to see all that work and um, coming together and, and more product launching. And I'm just looking at it here. It's like, we got four releases last year. That, that's nothing. You can get four Jordans in one month. And um, the way the demand is right now, I, I don't think it's crazy to say they could do a Kobe drop bi-weekly, weekly, if they wanted to, right? Like it got be its own retro line if it's done thoughtfully and tells the right stories. So like, we all know the demand is crazy, but you just, you don't go from, you know, the car being parked in the garage for two years to, you know, racing it down the track the next day. Like it, you just, it takes some time. So um, I think that's what 2024 is. And that's super exciting if, if you're a Kobe fan. Um, and I also have to just say out loud, I do not support the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm here as a guest to talk about the Kobe basketball line. Well, it's funny that you say that because the Kobe line has always been popular amongst basketball players, but it yep. has grown into something that is in second place by a long shot now and is the most celebrated yeah. line of all time. I don't know if most people would have said that prior to 2020, 2021, or now, because no, there was a LeBron line who I think had experienced more commercial success for longer than the Kobe line did. And then there's also things that are just more coveted, like maybe the penny line. But since his passing, his line is, you know, it's the set. And like, you don't have to be a Laker fan anymore to support it. And and it's all what he's become is is even bigger than him, bigger than a single person, right? It's a mentality yeah. now. I, I noticed that when I was watching um, a, a Laker game the other day and opposing players will come to the Lakers. And, and I mean, every team is wearing Kobe's. But wearing Kobe's and like it just shows you the amount of respect you need to have for him sure. and and for his team to be honest to wear his shoes in his arena and and I, I think mean, like that's something that you maybe and wouldn't see as much if if he didn't if he if he hadn't like again grown past Laker fans yeah and 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 it's also like basketball fans and sneakerheads and just yeah. general consumers and you know it's it's grown. The audience is growing, obviously, right? And I think the thing I will always point to and, and say is, you know, Undefeated did a four-pack of collaborations in 2019, I think late summer, summer of 2019. Yep. Those things were not moving. It was it was a slow burn. It was hard to sell out. They had to drop a four-pack to ensure they could see more more sell-through. Um, those were really easy to get. I remember, I remember specifically, Undefeated did not run bot protection for that release, right? So- right. Things have changed. We don't need to talk about the semantics of like why and and how it got there, but obviously it's completely flipped, um, flipped on its head, and consumer demand is drastically different. Which, again, you couldn't have predicted um, prior to his passing. No one could have. But we are here. There's a massive demand for Kobe product, and you know the last two years, I guess, I think they filled the gap while they were getting the engine going with what are not necessarily easy, but familiar storytelling. And 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 um, models and colorways that we can do that like aren't going to stray too far, and we can just put it up there, right? Reverse Grinch, 
no-brainer, right? The Mamba Cena, no-brainer, Halo, easy, right? Um, now it's about taking that another level, right? We go from four releases, can we get to 18? Do we get to 36? When does that happen, right? And I think consumer consumers will, will dictate that over the next two, three years. Yeah, I think we're probably, I got to count it right here. We have a list probably getting close to 10 for what we've already seen leaked this Leak. year. We'll jump to that in a second. I yeah. do, again, want to finish recapping 2023. So we started the year, or I wouldn't say started the year, but the first drop of the year was the Mamba Sita on Gigi's birthday in May. That was a good release, super limited. I think there was only two local stores that got it. I, I want to say Shoe Palace and maybe Undefeated in LA only. Yeah. Extremely limited shoe, yeah. just like the six the year before. Um, but what we're starting to see now is a tradition coming, and we'll, we'll touch on what we're expecting this year. And then you jump to... um. Kobe Day, his birthday, and, and Kobe Day are one day apart on, on August 23rd and 24th. And we had the introduction of the Halo series, which this year was, an, or last year was an all-white Kobe 8 low pro tro um, that, uh, you know, pretty self-explanatory with the name Halo and all-white pair. Yeah. I, I saw that pair out of all the recent Kobe's and maybe out of every Kobe pro tro to ever drop. Um probably with the least amount of demand and the lowest aftermarket price. Again, all white shoe, um, right. not a, sh a shoe that I tried for, but not that hard because I just knew that there's good stuff coming in the pipeline. However, I am, I do like that theme and I'm excited to see what they continue to do. Um, we'll, we'll talk about what, what's on. Great story. Yep. Yep. And then we kind of jumped into two Kobe releases in December, which again, like you mentioned earlier, they can drop a Kobe every other week for 52 weeks and we would be, and they would sell out, but it was still kind of a big deal to get the Grinch yeah. early December and then finish it with the Black Mamba Kobe 4 at the end. And at first I was like, this is kind of a random thing to do to drop the 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 Kobe 4, but we realized then that that was kind of the introduction of this That's Mamba campaign that has spilled from, from December into January now. So that was cool to see too, that it wasn't just kind of like a throwaway colorway. It was, kind of, it was right. a layup, right? All black shoe, snakeskin, but... It, like it seems that they're being very strategic with what they're doing. I do want to backtrack real quickly to the Grinch. That's a shoe that Anthony Davis debuted in 2022, right? So I, I believe on Christmas, and it was kind of like the rumor started then. It was not a shoe that I initially had on my list as like a um, must-have because you know I I I have the the Grinch Pro Tro from a few years ago that. Man. I unfortunately had to pay after market for, but you know, it's a grail shoot for, for any Kobe fan. But the way that that red Grinch, the reverse took over the internet and took yeah. over basketball culture in December is pretty, pretty impressive and shows the power. And again, like look at now looking back on it, anything that has the word Grinch in it is going to automatically sell. But right. again, like it's not a shoe Kobe wear. It's not the it's not the original Grinch. It's a flip on it, but I didn't think it was gonna have the same allure. And boy, was I wrong. And I'm glad I got that pair. Shout out to Shoe Palace. But I'm glad I got that pair because that's a pair that I I had told myself I will not pay resale for. Yeah, yeah. get it. And then now I know if I hadn't gotten it again, shout out to Shoe Palace that I would have definitely been pretty close or, or probably would have paid resale for it. So it's crazy to see how big that shoe became because now in five or ten years they can now retro a reverse grinch and there's going to be right. kids or who remember either good. getting it or not getting it when they're 10 or 15 or whatever yeah yeah no i think it's a great point and, and you mentioned this um i forget what word what word you use but uh clearly we're going to get um e-releases every year that follow the same theme halo being one of them 
potentially Grinch being another another one. Um, Mambasito, obviously, a big one. I think those type of releases are going to be the limited, hard to get, um, you know, the heat releases that kind of keep the market and energy high. And I've been saying this since since day one they announced it. Like, you bring back this line not to just keep every single release super limited and and stock low and you don't care about revenue. There's a revenue generation aspect to this, right? For Nike and what goes to the Mamacita Foundation um, and, and, and the family, everyone wants to one, see people with shoes on their feet and not paying resale for them. And two, um, make as much revenue as possible, right? And, and we know in this era of sneaker culture, you can't just give everyone what they want, right? You have yep. to have that balance. So I think we're going to see those pillars of releases that are going to be really hard to get, are going to resell for a ton of money. And then you're going to see what we can call maybe a general general, general release or an inline model um, that will release more and have higher stock and be easier to get and may probably be on the wall at a, a Foot Locker or a finish. I hope so, man. I and that's so. cool. I mean, that's, I mean, think about it. Yep. This could be Nike's, it probably should be Nike's biggest basketball line. We can talk about Zion, we talk about Book, we talk about all these guys who have lines. This is the one for Nike and they have to treat it right and build it up right. And that that includes like, it's no good if the 15-year-old um, playing on his high school team can't walk into a store and buy and wear. There's got to be a model on the store. And we've talked about, you know, last podcast, the Jordan 1 low, mid, um, and high. There's There's got to be a, a Kobe version of that from a product pipeline as well for it to be successful because, look, Nike Inc. needs revenue. And I think this is a great way to make it because it, telling me i mean team kobe's like we could go down a list of ways to to do this and um again there's going to be the heat the mama see the release that's let's say five thousand pairs ten thousand pairs of travis scott collaboration that they'll throw together whatever special collab happens um will happen and it'll be for building up the demand but again has to be that inline model that's just available yeah and that's a good point you bring up because that doesn't mean that that has to be the pro tro but like starting to get me thinking do they bring back the phenomenon line which was um kind of the takedown kobe line that had some really dope designs sure. yeah. uh, really popular uh overseas in china in particular uh, as an outdoor shoe so i'll be curious to see i think they're gonna obviously take their time but i'm with you because <laughs> it's the biggest shoe in the world right now and i can't imagine being a 10 year old and trying to compete in this like resale market like you yeah. just can't you, the, the, if you're a parent, yeah. I, I, I mean, granted, I, I did have a friend hit me up around Christmas time, uh, and he said, "Hey, any any advice on how to get it?" One of my colleagues wants it for her kid, and I had to tell him, unfortunately, here, let me find you the cheapest price. Yeah, uh, yeah. But this is in like not every parent is going to be able to do that. And, no, and, especially with growing children. Like you mentioned, if Nike is is playing there is is looking at the full future, this shoe has to matter. To ten-year-olds, they have yeah. to have memory with the, with a Kobe shoe for it for it to, yeah, and, and they deserve it. Honestly, they deserve yeah, it. Yeah, and Kyrie was Kyrie's line was you know a, a hit and a big seller with the kids. Lamelo's line is right now with Puma, right? You Nike needs that, and whether that's in the Kobe line or not, like even the eighty um, next, I uh, think that was a great yep. shoe. It, it was pretty easy to get, some great designs. It did some things. It was still a Kobe model. So there's ways to there, there's ways to balance like sneakerhead hype culture and like you know, mainline um, sneaker consumer that that's going to go wear their shoes and doesn't want to buy it on StockX. And that's what I think this year will be the start of. By no means are we going to finish 2024 and be like, oh yeah, this Kobe's on the shelves everywhere and it was super easy to get. But like that stuff, that stuff takes time, maybe in 25, 26, but I believe we're getting there. Definitely. A couple other highlights from 2023 to show us 
where we got to today as far as what we're looking forward to in the Kobe line in 2024 was the college of uh, the six schools that got selected to be yeah. um, Mamba Mamba represented schools. I thought that was huge. A long time coming. I thought that should have happened since Kobe was still active player. Yeah. But being able to see um, the University of Kentucky, University of Southern California, Yukon, yeah. uh, University of Connecticut. Um, what are the other three? Oregon. Duke, Oregon, of course. And Louisiana. And LSU. Yep. Yeah. Was that five or six? That was six, all six. Hey, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think those are great schools to start with, two really blue blood schools. Well, when it comes to Nike, um, I think I kind of like what they did because they gave them the Kobe shoes, and your guys are Kobe sponsored. But I don't know if it's going to have to be exclusive, so they could still maybe hopefully get LeBron's and and all these right. other shoes. But you know which ones mean the most to them. We're not going to see the Kobe badge on the jerseys, which I also think is okay. I think we could get to that one day, but for now, I the shoes, the shoes are enough. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I was like, because of the current, I don't even know what what gen they are, but like a teenager today, the way that they think and and the era that we're in, having Kobe in your school could be the difference between getting the top recruit and not. I think that's how big they are. You get a PE, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's how Jordan is seen a lot too. Maybe a little less these days because a lot of it is going to be performance product, and Kobe is really the only shoe that I can think of. Where the signature line, the best stuff is the performance is 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 performance based. Just because yeah. I mean, some of you know a lot of the retro Jordans aren't necessarily seen like that anymore. So huge deal. I'm curious to see what that happens. I'm already seeing tons of dope PEs. So maybe we'll get some releases of that. Maybe we'll get some more schools, but just something to uh, keep an eye on. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I think that's going to be, I mean, really good. I think they can expand the program again. It helps it get into a younger demo, but that doesn't doesn't happen without product right so there's 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 a plan here and we, we don't have full visibility into it but i would be shocked if um yeah all doesn't add up in the next couple of years and we've seen jordan brand start to expand overseas um with you know they sponsored you know they now sponsor a, a college in the philippines and we know kobe has a huge uh you know global footprint it'll be curious to see if they start to, to expand that as well the last thing i want to touch on from 2023 is that we're not seeing them be as precious with specific models and years like we did during the actual rollout of the Kobe Pro Tour series, Pro Tour series where we had the fade to black where he did the championship years uh, and then we had um, our, our, our specific years and then we had kind of they, they went four and five and six they skipped the seven went to the eight and now I, I love the strategist is saying why do we need to limit ourselves to one model per year yeah. when we know people love the fours, fives, sixes, you know, eights, nines whatever, why don't we just give them what they like We'll sprinkle in some new stuff here and there and see if they like it. But I, I love that they're doing that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And again, we've seen that, um, you know, we see the years where it's like, you know, heavy Air Max 1s or heavy Jordan 12s or whatever it might be. And I think at this point to keep things fresh and, and variety, like, yeah, do the four, six, seven, nine, hell, throw in a 10, do whatever you want to do um, and, and keep it keep it fresh and give people options. And, and that way you can really extend kind of the, you know, the lifespan of a, of a certain silhouette. I think we can, you know, liken that to, um, you know, the Vimero right now that they're going really hard on the Vimero 5. Um, yep. It's doing really great in the market. At some point, they're going to have to pull that back. Whereas, you know, if you're juggling multiple silhouettes because you have it and there's a demand, why not, right? For sure, for sure. As we transition into what to look forward to this year from the Kobe line, I do want to ask you as somebody who's kind of every single day diving through the retail numbers, hearing from consumers, Soul Savvy, the Soul Savvy community, 
what is the current i mean like i think i know the answer is going to be it's high but what is the current sentiment around <laughs> the kobe line amongst consumers um is there does there seem to be at least a little bit of improvement i did see i see a lot of people wearing those reverse grinches even when i play basketball etc so i have to imagine that more people were winning but i'm curious what you're seeing in the community yeah, no, de definitely. And I think part of that um, success, which was really key, was the exclusive access. Okay. Um, I remember that day, I think the qualifications for were you had to like have lost previous Kobe drops, some X amount, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. It was like six amount or something. Yeah, there was, look, uh, I opened up the the cop channels in, in the various communities and I was shocked to see how many it was, which is, is great to see, right? That means real consumers um, who missed out previously um, got access, which is what you want to see from that stuff. And it, it feels like a lot of the inventory got released to that method, method, which is great. Um, the demand is there. It's on everyone's end of year list. It's it's the reverse Grinch is automatically at the top of people's kind of grail list to, and, and chasing for these things. They want it. There's demand for it casually. There's demand for it on the court. Um, I don't think that's e ever going to change. Um, and the community has been very feverish about that. And I've had to... <laughs> instill some patience and reiterate like this is just part of the process even though it is going very slow in the in the sneaker world this is a snail's pace when we talk about two years yep. uh, i can barely remember what released last january let alone last summer and um you know two years is a long time so i, I get people's frustration with wanting more access and more releases and ultimately that is coming and um things will be much more much more fun yeah, one thing you said there that it is new to me at least is Pete the demand casually because Kobe's since I started playing Kobe's have always been seen as great basketball shoes. They but are like every other performance model of of the millennium more or less. It not a huge translation to off core, especially when you move past the early two thousands and mid two thousands. Like basketball stuff just wasn't hitting like that. Kobe's, mm -hmm. in my opinion, have always been a little different because like going to Laker games, you're going to see people wearing Kobe's, but you have to imagine that, like, hey, I have one or two Kobe's that they, that they hit They hit on this is their game day shoes. But I'm seeing in the What Did You Wear Today channel on a Soul Savvy Premium community, I'm seeing a lot of people wearing Kobe's more casually now. So it just goes to show you that a shoe that maybe five, ten years ago, most people would only want it if they played basketball or yeah. maybe even as a display piece is now are, are now rocking it with pride because it, it, it's so special now, you know? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a statement. Right. Um, when you look at the reverse Grinches or Grinches or even the Gift of Mamas or hell, any Kobe that's released in the last two to three years, it's it's a statement from a culture and sneaker perspective that, yeah, people are going to rock it, especially the way style has um, evolved over the last yeah. five, ten years. Right. Um, it, to it totally makes sense. And again, people want to show off. And if you got the reverse Grinches, I mean, you've, you're not missing those on someone's feet at, at the mall or wherever they might be going casually on a date. You're seeing that and you go, oh shit, he's got, he's got Grinches. 100%. Going into 2024, there have been a ton of leaks. We almost kind of know the whole, the whole calendar. I'm sure they have some stuff up their sleeve, but it's going to be a big year and an exciting year. Quantities will obviously determine how we look back on this year as far as meeting demand goes. But there's some good stuff that I want to I want to um, get to. But before I do that, I do want to say that they started the year off with an apparel only drop. The they mm. continued the That's Mamba line. I think there was a drop, uh, uh, Obi drop that sold out. There was a destroyer jacket, a hoodie, and a shirt that that kind of dropped with the black four. 
and um and did well I, they gave it out on christmas day to to people who attended the laker game i wasn't there but i seen some dude wearing it the next day at the gym i was very jealous yeah. uh, and then now they're they're dropping that more which is awesome to see because i want that i want the kobe backpacks to come back i want the hoodies yeah. i want i want that stuff like and like to your point earlier if you're a Laker fan, you could always support Kobe with the Laker jersey. But like, if you're not a fan and you still want to support Kobe, there hasn't been a Kobe apparel in the market for a really long time. Yeah, no, for sure. And um, that's a great way to appease or provide some, um, just a, a stopgap while the product line improves. And and again, it, it's, a, it's a no-brainer. and People want to rep Mamba and Kobe in any way they can. Yep. And then dates wise, we're coming up already on the next one, which again is so Edward. exciting to me because it feels like we just had two drops last month. Yeah. And you know, January's historically a slow month for for sneaker releases. And then on February eighth, the Lakers will be unveiling their um the Kobe statue, which is gonna be amazing. I will be there. Yeah. Um and uh it's just gonna be such a big moment for basketball for the city, et cetera. And there are two shoes that have been leaked. Uh, two colorways that have been leaked for that date and you know me man i hate leaks i thought that this i thought that this stuff would have just been better off you know being delivered the way that nike and, and ryan family wanted it to be but i feel like they've been out for so long that um if we're going to be recapping we, we might as well talk about what's already kind of common news so for, for this sure. particular colorway it's the it's the 24 and a all over print that's yep. scheduled uh, uh, at least initially initial reports from a, a number of different sources and blogs. Um, nothing official yet. Is saying the day of the uh, of, of the statue. So one thing I think that's interesting is you have the two colorways, right? And again, it's the eight twenty four. It's at first glance, it's very obvious what the shoe is, right? Yeah. Uh, it's both it's both the Kobe's numbers. It makes sense on the day. Um, right now they're calling it the, just the core purple and the emerald. Yeah. Um, so what people are missing from this shoe uh, on the statue day is there's a, there's a few other things at play right here. It looks like this one might have some additional, uh, I don't know if that's a watermark or or whatever. I'm looking at a leak of it. But peep, so it's it's 2-8. So if you look at the shoe, you see 2-4-8. You see but because it's all over print, you see it in different orders, which comes down to the date, February uh, February 8th. But also Gigi's number. So th this <laughs> shoe, this shoe is representing the date is first and foremost honoring Kobe and Gigi by yep. honoring all three, uh, both the Kobe's numbers, yep. her number, plus the date, which I think is just super cool. Like, yeah, it's a great. You don't have to do too much to tell yeah. a great story. So I'm excited about these two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, de definitely, and um, obviously well timed. And it reminds me a lot of the uh, the Nike ID drop they did when it was it his last game yeah i remember what you're talking about yeah yep. the black and gold um really really rem uh, reminiscent of that i think a great way to kick off the year and what i'm going to be super curious on is obviously there's two colorways but the availability of these two to yeah. kick off the year with something very new on a day that's meant to um obviously honor kobe i'm hoping i'm hoping these are um much much simpler to get these are still going to sell out really fast but i'm hoping they're they're more available um this time around i haven't heard anything um just yet but they're coming yep so the the next things that i'm seeing on the um the leaks in what the internet are saying is we got some we got some ogs coming back and we got some new stuff and i and i like both of that right that we they can release ogs all they want and they're gonna sell but right 
to the point we made about the reverse Grinch, which is still ties an OG story, but you know what I mean? That, like these new stories are going to matter and there's a, there's just a hunger for them. So what, what another one that, that another storyline at play here is, is Kobe's favorite places. So we have the Venice seven coming back. Yep. Uh, we have, but then we have the Philly four, which is a, just a beautiful shoe. That's the one I want. I want, um, more than all of the other ones that I've seen yeah. so far. And that's also an OG colorway coming back. And then you have the uh, uh, Italian um, camo six. So yeah. they're starting to tell a location storyline with Kobe, his, his, you know, Italy, Billy, and then LA, which again, is, is cool. And it just gives my mind spinning on how they can evolve this. Yep. Yep. I, I, again, make sense. They're pulling from storytelling that um, is familiar. And yep. also easy to pull out of the vault while while these things are ramping up and introducing new new colorways and stories and ah uh, man yep. it, it gets my mind going as far as uh, how much more can be done I'm so so curious to see to see that stuff roll out yep yep and um, some of the other things that they have in the pipeline again from what we've seen from leaks are some new stories too there's the girl dad colorway there's a there's a bi coastal mm. colorway and. We can obviously start to speculate on, on what these mean, and, and a lot of them will, yeah. you know, will tell us. But I'm excited for the new stories, man. I'm excited to see what the brand has been cooking up with this stuff. Some of the other things we have returning are the USA Kobe 4, going to be a freaking smash yep. hit. Um, we have, yep. And then we have, uh, you know, some of the dates to keep a, keep an eye on. We have the Mambasita. Um, what's become a tradition now? There's yeah. already been a there. There has been a, a, a unfortunately there's been a leak of that shoe. It has butterfly all over print on it, and, and you know indications are pointing towards that being a Gigi birthday release again. I'd... We have the uh, the rumor that the Kobe Nine is going to be the Halo for this next year. Cool. Uh, no details yet on whether that's going to be the Elite High or the Low. Yeah. You know, if, you know, listeners might remember the uh, the time where Nike basketball used to drop the elite for the playoffs, so they would get the signature shoe whenever they get it, and then they would have a, a version. The, uh, most of that stuff has kind of faded into the Nike archives, but the Kobe Nine Elite is is a favorite. You still do see NBA players wearing it. It's the one yep. that's like a boxing boot. Yeah. Um, so maybe they'll release both, um, the high and the low for 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 the Halo, um, and then going all the way to 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 the end of the year. There, there's a a, a metallic gold uh, eight Kobe that is um, supposed to be drawing inspiration from his big stage um, colorway of, of a Kobe five that really that has protrude already. But and then you get all the way to the end, and this is where I was curious if they were going to continue the Grinch line or Kobe does have a lot of really good Christmas shoes, and and the internet is is saying that this is going to be a Kobe nine a high elite for the Christmas. Yeah, I saw that as well, and. Um... Yeah, I think uh, that's a, an interesting point around what the players are wearing as well, because these guys cannot keep going back to the vault and buying five to ten year old. Um, yeah. Oh man. The courts, like it's just it's getting it's going to get dangerous at some point, um, especially with the wear and tear they put on these shoes. So you know, as much as they are, um, you know, creating product for the consumer, there's also a pipeline of of very talented athletes that need performance footwear, and some of them do prefer um, the elite in the high. Yep. Yep. No, it, that, that is like, man, I played in Kobe, uh, uh, year of the horse, Kobe eight, 
um, which is easily a 10 year old shoe now. And I don't know if it was just bad luck or what, but I, I, you know, knock on wood, I suffered a minor injury that I was able to come back for. But what what I'm going to say is I can't believe there's NBA players playing in shoes that are 10 years old. Like that just seems dangerous. Like, and that's not to say those shoes weren't good or weren't good enough. It's yeah. just over years, you know how this stuff ages, man. So it, it, uh, we don't we don't need more people having to pay crazy prices for shoes that are going to fall apart. Like, let's just bring the new ones in. Yeah, and um, one thing I, you know, we haven't seen from the leaks yet for for this year or the future, but I really want to see the Mamba Curio come back. I, yeah. I loved all of those colorways, especially um, the Kobe Eleven. That's probably one of my favorite, personally, one of my favorite Kobe's. Um, of all time and again there's so much storytelling they could pull from for future colorways and create new ones it's, it's going to be a lot of fun also just think about how far ahead of the game Kobe was um, you know he's a huge soccer fan growing up in Italy but now soccer or football in the US and North America has grown so much since that time so I can only imagine the limitless possibilities that would have on the, on that series of just the crossover between soccer and the inspiration like it, would be huge well, and and I and I'll lead into something I, I I wanted to to say out loud and kind of ties into various things we've been talking about. Um, it really feels like a, a Kobe Nike by you Nike ID is such a, a winning opportunity for everyone, right? You get to create your own version of 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 a Kobe with simple tweaks, right? Or simple nods, like, and they they did that. They did a ton of that prior, right? And I think it's yep. one of those things that absolutely should come back to help alleviate the, d- the demand um because i think i mean i would rather person just go id my own kobe um and pay the slight premium markup for that whatever 20 25 then go pay four or five hundred dollars resale for a kobe just because i want a kobe right now right and that's a really easy way um to meet consumers and create something special and man one of one like how much better does it get than that and yeah create so much opportunity i'd love to see um, Nike ID, Nike bought you return to the Kobe line. Yeah. And I was like, I was a little late to the Kobe series growing up because I still really wanted to play in a lot of retro. Um, and then I was low to adapt to Lowe's. Uh, I was late to adapt to Lowe's, et cetera, but, um, I missed all of the IDs and yep. I, I would love, I would love to have to put my spin on something like that. It would just be a shoe that I would always cherish. Um, as we get close to wrapping up here, DP, I do want to talk about a couple of just ideas. You mentioned the Nike ID, which is great. Um, one thing, another thing is, is we saw the Jordan pack, uh, in all-star, uh, during all-star, I want to say 2016 or 17, um, with the, the Jordan three and then, and the nine pack yeah. or the Jordan three and the eight pack. He did have a nine yep. that actually got a, got a, got a retail release inspired by, but, yep. and in that package obviously goes for a crazy amount. It was friends and family, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I would love to see more crossover between, I think it's a win-win we're always getting these talks about people are getting, you know, fatigued with the same old colorways from Jordan. Like if they, if they had a formal Kobe series where every year, every, uh, every season you get one performance shoe and then one retro and it's all, there's plenty to tie back to yeah. all the shoes Kobe wore that were Jordan's. I want more uh, packs in general. Yeah. Need more yeah. sneaker packs. Yeah. Yeah. I would love, oh man, imagine a, a, a Kobe Jordan retro pack where the the Kobe basketball shoe is Jordan colorway inspired, and then you get the retro, whether it's a Kobe PE or just a new one, dude. That would that's that's what we need right now. I'm putting that into the universe because I would love to see it. Another thing that we haven't seen 
ever. And I, I think I wrote a blog story about this like 10 years ago, but it's like, when are we going to get an official Kobe line? I thought the time was right to do it as Kobe's career was coming to an end with guys like DeMar DeRozan and Isaiah Thomas, um, a bunch of other guys, like Devin Booker, who were clearly the Kobe guys. I don't know who would that be now. It'd be such big shoes to fill that it almost yeah. like, I don't even know if that's a good idea anymore because everybody wants to wear Kobe's, right? So it's not like, it wouldn't be one of those things where, oh, that guy's part of the Kobe line, so he gets all the Kobe's. Everybody, there's people who aren't, who are, like, I see a bunch of players with, with PEs too. I think that's awesome. But what I'm saying is, how could they make a bigger splash with a, with a face? And then you start to think about Kobe's commitment to women's sports. So who, yeah. who you know, this year we got Caitlin Clark, who's going to be the number one pick. She plays in Kobe's. I would be curious to see, like, what, is the first Kobe athlete, official Kobe athlete, um, signature athlete, et cetera, would that be a woman? Like that would be that would be that could be pretty interesting. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that would be amazing. And, and now that you say that out loud, I hope that's what they do. Um, I think it'd be a great way to kind of open up um, that quote unquote roster and start that storytelling um, with a WNBA athlete. That'd be um, yeah. Um, and you wouldn't need to convince dudes and women to support that. But I mean, look, just look no, at the success of the of the um, Sabrina. Sabrina yeah. shoe. Like I see people playing in that all the time. It's a great shoe. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, given Kobe's uh, great product, it. great product will 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 sell absolutely, definitely, definitely. Well, DP, that's what I had for for our um, preview of the Kobe 2024 calendar year. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that you know some of this. Uh, quite frankly, some of this is wrong because I, I'm hoping that they have some stuff in, in you know up their sleeve that we're only seeing these leaked mock images or or horrible photos. I'm hoping that. The internet has only really kind of figured out a small portion of what we actually have in store. Because, like I said earlier, I love when stuff, um, when we get to see stuff delivered the way that it was intended to by the creatives and the people behind it. Um, yeah. But this is what kind of what we know so far. And if this was only it, man, what a year where we have ahead of us. Yeah. I mean, look, we're, it looks like by my quick lazy math in my head, we're going to triple the amount of shoe releases this year. We're going to go from four to 12, which is already, already great or come pretty close to it. Um, like you said, I hope there's some more in the docket as a surprise. It'd be great to get the 15 or 16 releases, um, more than, you know, one a month. We're going to get two in February, right? Which is a great, great start to what's coming down the pipeline. Um, but I think it's important to note, you know, again, we said this at the top, this, this is taking a while. It takes time to, to kickstart a product line, get the team together, get the creators together, the, like the pipeline, the product line, the sampling, like all that stuff, stuff takes time. And, um, you know, Vanessa said earlier this year around the reverse Grinches that the stock was three times the amount. And what I came back to the community and what I said to them at the time was she's probably right. But yep. you have to remember at the time when the first Grinch was put into production, Kobe's shoes were not selling out and they, yep. had, they had to put a number out there, forecast it a year and a half, two years in advance. You know, you want that to sell it. You want it to do well. And we all know what happened, which was it was nowhere near enough. And it was one of the craziest launches probably of the last um, decade at this point. Yeah. Uh, and again, tripling that number, I don't think it's still close to the number that we needed to be. It needed to be like 10x that number. But again, you don't go from, you know, making a couple, you know, 10,000 units, 15,000 units to then making 500,000 units. That just doesn't yeah. happen. No one does that. There's a process to that and, and a storytelling. And again, it's, it's not that simple. So... Again, I'm reiterating patience, but this year is the start of of all that. And you can just pretend from Kobe line is back to February 8th when more shoes release. Pretend everything between was a lot shorter of a timeline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I, trust me, I'll forget all of all of the heartbreaking L's that I took over the last few years on Kobe <laughs> stuff. Um, if if we start to see you know a really healthy stock turn around and and again, like I said, I I don't necessarily matter here. It's not me who I'm worried about here as far as stock goes because again, like if I have to, I'm gonna trade up for it or, or I'm gonna pay resell, et cetera. If it's something that I really need. I want this for the ten year old version of myself uh who loves basketball, who loves Kobe and 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 deserves to play in something like this without their parents having to pay five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars yeah. for that. So and I and I think that's where their head's at too because yeah. of because of what Kobe means to the game. So um, I'm really, I'm just really, really excited that we're even having this conversation now, considering how where we were a couple of years ago. And I cannot wait to see what they have in store for us. Yeah. And and one last note, um, more variety, not just in the line of Kobe's, but now we have, we can confidently say going forward, there's going to be a product that we can look forward to on a regular basis, releasing like a, like a retro Jordan. Yep. Uh, and that's, I think, a great place to be for just in the general sneaker culture. And it's going to be a lot more fun for people who hoop and even just wear them casually. Um, I'm now semi-retired, but that's a whole nother conversation. Marco, thank you for uh, thank you for jumping on. I'm glad we only said Lakers twice, I think, three times in this podcast. That helps my feelings. Watching, yeah. watching Dame hit a buzzer beater last night and then do Dame time. That was a tough one for me personally, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll keep it moving. We'll keep it moving. Sounds good, man. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Savvy Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on social media at Soul Savvy with one V on all platforms. To learn more about Soul Savvy and join our community, please visit www.soulsavvy.com slash join.